Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 360 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Skills answers your table tennis questions. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, I'm joined by Super Coach Alois Rosario. Welcome, Alois. Ah, uh, thank you, Jeff. And uh, well, it's just gone Christmas here, and uh, it, New Year is approaching very quickly. Wow, it is, isn't it? What, did you have a good Christmas? Yes, yeah, lovely, uh, lovely family Christmas. So uh, yeah, it was uh, lucky that we were able to do that here. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, I know even uh, even here though, a lot of people got caught uh, in um, exposure sites and you know couldn't couldn't do the Christmas thing. So oh, there was yes. drama, wasn't there? And then planes flights were cancelled because I don't know if crews couldn't. Uh, operate the plane because of COVID and oh yeah. was yeah heartbreaking anyway so hopefully uh that was all kind to you out there and yeah uh, so nice Merry Christmas. Christmas or Happy Holidays to everyone out there yes um Indeed. now um Alois yes Jeff why did the large bucket think the small bucket was sick um I don't know Jeff it was a little pale. <laughs> uh, yeah. M- mildly amusing. I'm smiling. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, Alloys. Yes, thinking Jeff. Of, um, thinking of the new year approaching. Yes. Um, it, often people set resolutions and goals and things like that. And I was thinking, like, this is just my idea. I don't know what you had planned, but I was thinking, like, you know, for um, for like the tip of the week, maybe you could incorporate something along those lines. You must have read my mind, Jeff. Um, the, <laughs> I, I think I think that's a I think that's a really good tip for this week, um, and that is just around planning and uh, planning for the new year and and what training, what league, what tournaments you're thinking about. Um, playing and also you know what what's going to be your major focus for the year as well so um, when we say planning for the year you know start to think about all right what do i want to improve this year by the end of uh, 2022 what do i want to be able to do that i perhaps can't do now or what do i want to do better that i that i'm uh, you know uh, looking to improve um during the year and then then you need to then set about thinking about okay so to do that what training do I need to do? Um, you know, if you want to move up, uh, you know, 300 uh, rating points or, you know, 20 spots on your ranking or whatever it is, and you only play, um, you know, once every couple of weeks, you're probably not going to get there. So think about, okay, set your goals, set your ideas for, for what you want to do for the year, and then start to set out the training that you're going to do to, to help you to to uh, to reach those goals and then also think about what um competitions you're going to play so are you going to play in the regular league um or are you going to play in um, some tournaments to to try and really broaden your uh, abilities and and get that ranking up or rating up um so yeah so lots of considerations for for starting to think about uh, what to do for the for the year coming up yeah, so much, so much to think about, isn't there? And I like how you talked about competitions because I think sometimes people are always like, "Oh, I'm just going to train, 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 and not play in competitions." But that's such an important part of it, isn't it? I mean, that's why we're yeah. training. Yeah, and and it also teaches you a lot. So you know, even um, 
even to to try to improve your overall game, you you just need to put yourself in that competition situation um, more often. Um, you know, it's not just playing a, a tournament at the end of the year and seeing how you go. Um, you need to put yourself in under those uh, tournament conditions or competition conditions often so that you can really test the skills that you're working on during the year. Yes, yes. Now, we've done a lot of videos on ping skills alloys, and once upon a time we did some live streams. Um, and the, there is some there is a video on there about planning for the new year. And um, I'm not sure. It's probably like for premium members, but maybe we should have a look at that and see if we can like make that available to everyone. I think it was a really good live stream where we talked about this exact topic. Did we see? That's that's my memory. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yes. We'll have to see if we can pull that out. If we do, we'll put it in the show notes and find out where it is. Um, um, but at a minimum, if you're a premium member, we'll have a link to it, and you can you can see that great video. It was Al. Absolutely. I'm sure it was. If if you were involved, it would have been good. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, too funny, too funny. <laughs> now, um, around this time of year, um, you normally have um, some really good on this days for us. What do you have or on this week for oh, us? Yeah, it's a bit tough at this time of year, Jeff. Because um, no one's no good players are born in December or January. Well, not well, no good players, you know. I mean, um, <laughs> I the the um, the the player that I have for uh, for this week is uh, is Hitomi Sato. Oh, so, extremely good player. Yeah, Hitomi Sato is. Uh, well, she's only twenty four years old um, mm-hmm. now, and she's um, she has uh, done well at uh, quite a few. Um, uh, ITTF tour events, and she actually won a bronze medal at the World Championships in doubles in Budapest in 2019. So she's done all right for herself. Wow! Uh, uh, you know, being born late in the year, but um, yeah, that is it is always a little bit harder to find um, high ranked players and uh, and some heroes um, for those players born later in the year. Yes, there you go. Interesting. Um, and the Japanese. I guess it's been harder through COVID, but they were really um, supporting the the pro tour. Well, it's not called the pro tour anymore, is it? But the that whole tour, the world, yeah, world table tennis now, yep. Yeah, and, and they were turning up to a lot, and you, it seemed to be paying dividends for them. Like they were getting some excellent results, Japan. Yeah, some still some, are. Yeah, really, really big um, push by Japan to to get more players onto that world circuit. Um, and it really did pay attention and uh, pay dividends. But um, I, I now see India doing very similar thing, and uh, gee, they're really pushing with numbers. And even at the uh, youth and junior events, um, there's a lot of uh, young Indian players heading out to those. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what India's results are like, um, even uh, come Paris, but uh, certainly LA in 2028 yes yeah yeah definitely definitely and um yeah so um just back to christmas alloys did you get any good presents i i i did jeff i got probably the the best present i got um i've got a soda stream which i use um all the time that's basically all i drink is soda stream and i've i've been looking that they've got a kombucha 
um, additive to uh, to the soda stream, but I haven't been able to find it. And, and my family went and found some, and I was so excited. So <laughs> so good. Yeah. So I've got uh, some kombucha additive for my soda stream. So oh, excellent because that kombucha in the stores it's so expensive too. It is. It is. Um. Yeah. 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 Very good. But did, do you actually know what the best Christmas present in the world is? Uh, no, Jeff. It's a broken drum. You just can't beat it. <laughs> uh, yes. <sighs> what did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, good. I think we're up to the questions, aren't we? Is that, is that <laughs> oh, that's right. The show, the questions. The yeah, questions, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, questions. well, let's get on to the questions. That you, you're ready, are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, after those two jokes, I'm definitely ready for the questions. I don't know. It's just in the spirit of Christmas. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, let's get on to one about the rules, and in particular, a let's serve. Erwin says, if you hit the ball over the table before it bounces, it's a fault. But what happens if the opponent serves, it hits the let, and for some obscure reason, the server hits the ball before it bounces on the table? What is the outcome? Yes. So if um, if the... It's complicated, uh, isn't it? It is. It is. So in the in the, in that situation, um, it'd be the service point because if it bounces on his side and then um, you hit it before it bounces, then um, yeah, that's the that's the receiver's point. Okay. Sorry, the the service point. The service point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So did I not read it? What happens though if the serve bounces yep. on the table? It hits the net. Ah. Then okay. you hit it on the full. Uh, that would be a let. Yeah. That would be a let. Yeah, I believe so. What happens if you hit – so we need a video almost on this. Here we do. The, 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 the server serves it, it bounces on their side, hits the net, goes past the end of the table, and then the, the receiver hits it. Uh, that would be the receiver's point. So if they hit it in front of the, so it's similar to like the volley rule, I think. Is that yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, so if you hit it, it's hit the it's hit the net, so it's it would be a let if it landed on the table normally. Yeah. If you hit it in front of the end of the table, it's a let. But if you hit it behind, it's as if the ball's already gone past the end, so it would have been a fault. So you win the point. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, the, the the second bit's right, but the first bit, yeah, would be the service point because you haven't let it bounce on the table. Even if it's hit the net? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I believe so. I, 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 think, I think we might need to go to a higher authority on this one. My oh, goodness, this is a great question. I would have thought it was a let because it's already hit the net, so it can't – they couldn't win the point because – um. Yeah, they couldn't win the point because it's already a let, surely. <laughs> yeah, interesting. It's an interesting one. It's a really good one. You've stumped us, Erwin. We don't yeah, really. Yeah, know. I, I think. I think 
it would be the same as the volley rule. Um, so that would actually be a let if yeah, you get it over the table, and yeah. it would be a your yeah your the server would lose the point if it was you hit it past the end. But you're thinking that alloys that maybe it might be the point if you hit it on the full, you reckon the point's over, even if it was if even if it was a let, even if it had hit mm. the net. Mm. Maybe. Wow, we are going to have this. Is, uh, is this the first time ever we're going to have to come back next episode to get that's right actual answer? Stay tuned, Erwin, exactly. for next week when we bring you the real answer. <laughs> I, and you told me you were ready for these questions. Uh, My uh, Christmas jokes. I, I, are, I, I reckon those jokes, those jokes have really thrown me. <laughs> those jokes have thrown you. This is terrible. Uh, I, I'm betting it has to be the same as the volley roll. I reckon I could be wrong. We'll find out next <laughs> week. But I reckon if it's hit the net, you can't win the point when you've served it. Surely not. <laughs> and so I reckon you hit the net on the serve. If they hit it over the table, it's a let. If they hit it behind the table, you've lost the point as the server. <laughs> hmm. Great question, Erwin. All right. Well, let's see if you can answer this one, Alois. <laughs> Rodrigo says, uh, what other forehand serves with short pips ox and backhand serves with long pip ox? So, you know, if you're serving with short pips or yeah. um, long pips, what's the go? Yeah, it's – so, Rodrigo, the the – key is that you're just not going to be gen able to generate as much spin as you can with inverted rubber so it's more than about the um the uh, deception of what you're doing and and it can it can be useful because often players are used to uh, the amount of spin that's generated from um, a serve with inverted rubber so if you're doing the same serve same action with um short pips ox or long pips ox ox meaning there's no sponge um, then you're not going to generate anywhere near the amount of spin and if your opponent um, plays for that same amount of spin as they would normally receive then they'll start to make some errors so um, so the the key is that think about doing the same types of serves you would with inverted rubber but um you're not going to generate as much spin. And you can start to think about, you know, just again, the deception of the spin is is the key mm -hmm. rather than rather than the amount of spin. Yeah. And, and are there much difference between the short pips and long pips in terms of the amount of spin you can generate? Yeah. So the the it, with both of them being ox, you know, as long as it's a good quality short pips rubber, you will be able to generate um, a, a little bit of spin on it with the long pips ox it's really difficult to generate any spin mm. on it um so yeah so the short pips is going to allow you to generate more spin than the long yeah and this this is why i believe alice they brought in the rule about having two colors because some people would have one like really spinny side and then one side that wasn't spinny and they would do the same action with different rubbers and it was really hard to tell whether it had any spin or not that's right exactly yeah and so uh yeah and that's yeah that rule uh was brought in yeah specifically for for that sort of situation 
I mean, when I started playing, Al, that rule was in, so I never had to face this. Did, but I believe you are old enough I... <laughs> to have played against this rule before this rule was implemented. I did. I, did. I had some some uh, nightmare matches where you, you're playing against a player with, that had two um, black sides and one was uh, inverted rubber and one was an anti-spin rubber. So I think the anti-spin is probably the hardest to, to tell. Because um, they look exactly it, the same, don't they? Yeah, they look pretty similar. The anti-spin tended to be a bit, um, a bit, yeah, have have a slightly different look to it. But yeah, very difficult to tell until the ball hit the hit the rubber and started heading out towards you. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so then, so so the serving's all about the deception, and then I guess um, also uh, the placement's pretty important uh, when serving. Yeah, that's right. That uh, you know, so and we we often talk about with serving, um, you know, those variables that you can change, and and yes, one is the spin, and then one is the placement. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by being able to change the placement of the serve, then you uh, can also start to you know drag some errors out of your opponent. Yeah, and I think it's common when you first start playing table tennis not to utilize the serve as much as you can because i see people often just kind of use a serve as a way to get the ball into play and they don't think about the placement or maybe and just even something as simple as putting one short to the forehand and then one long and fast to the backhand can really throw your opponent off yeah and uh, yeah and it's funny i i I see this a lot with uh, beginner players yeah they will serve and they'll mainly serve it from their forehand corner diagonally to your opponent's forehand corner and um you know even if your opponent has a stronger forehand you know they'll still just serve you know 95 percent of serves exactly the same spot so yeah just by changing even the side that you're serving to Mm. uh, yeah it can really start to uh, give you some easier points great all right excellent well thanks for that question rodrigo and well answered i must say alloys very impressive Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> First one, not so much, but that one really <laughs> good. Oh, dear. Getting, right. better, getting better through the show, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just getting better and better. Um, all right. Now, uh, Dan, regular contributor to the Ping Skills website, has asked us a question about using, about blocking. Um, so when someone's attacking against you, he oh, well, actually, when he's attacking, I think. Yeah. When he's, he's attacking. attacking and someone uses the touch block. Um, so first of all, what is a touch block? And then how do you deal with that, Alloys? Yeah. So, um, Dan, the, the touch block, well, the, the touch block is when uh, your opponent plays a very soft block, you know, so they're they're taking the pace off the um, the ball, um, you know, and it almost feels like they're, they're getting their bat moving backwards um, during the block, they're not actually doing that, but yeah, it, it feels like they're they're getting the bat moving backwards to absorb the speed and the spin on the ball. Mm. Yeah, so so the main thing is that uh, you need to be able to react and see that change in pace and stay closer to the table on that ball, or get yourself closer to the table when they make that touch block. And and it, and it can be really difficult because if um if you're not seeing that change of pace then the ball's going to drop 
in front of you and it's going to make for a really awkward stroke where you're going to have to almost lob the ball back up. So, um, yeah, so Dan, the, the key is watching and seeing for that um, softer block that's coming. Move yourself in closer to the table and then try to take that ball as high as you can on the um, on the trajectory. So, you know, if you if you let it drop too low, then it's difficult. If you can get up closer to the table when the ball's still quite high, then you can play a stronger ball at that. And to, and to try to um, uh, prevent them from doing that, you know, you need to, again, think about uh, when you're attacking, make changes yourself. So if you're always playing the same pace and, and you know, enter the same position, similar to what we talked about with the serve, if you're playing the same all the time, then it's easy for the blocker to start to, you know, play around, play a softer block, faster block, and um, and really start to dictate the the rally. Whereas if you're changing the pace, if you're changing the direction, then the, they're scrambling and, um, and, you know, just trying to get to the ball and, and make the best block that they can. So, um, yeah, so think about that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's some really good advice. And and I think that that is a, often when you find something that you're finding difficult, you should be thinking, oh, maybe that's something I could incorporate into my own game. So if someone's using, like, different um, speed against you and you find it difficult, then that should give you a little tip. Maybe I should try varying the speed when I play and just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Mm, excellent. All right. Great question, Dan. Thank you. Um, and then we, I believe we have one more question and... It is about my favourite topic. <laughs> well, Jeff, I, I think I had a sneak look at this question, and this question was asked eight years ago. Yes. But someone's just commented on it. and, and Yes. They... It's all about the adjustment from 21 points uh, games to 11-point games. And look, look at all this support here. For games up to 21. And here, uh, John was discussing this topic last week. And he actually suggested, Alice, get this, a 15-point game would be better. He finds 11-point game quite difficult to get into against someone who's uh, pretty good or better than him. Because at the start, John struggles um, with the short game. Oh, he struggles. And he has limited time to catch up because he's not a good starter in games. So with 21 points, you've got much more time to get into the game. You know, it's much better. And also, <laughs> this is a great point too. Having two serves each is another handicap as you can't set up a series of serves to get your opponent into a pattern before using a variation to spring the trap. Great words. <laughs> and and, so, and so he claims that Waldner would not have won the 1997 World Championships in straight games if he was playing to 11. Because he was behind the 11 mark at least once. Yeah, but he would have still won. <laughs> maybe, but once you lose one, maybe the pressure builds and you get worried. And Ah, uh, uh, he he was the best player by a mile in that year. Yeah. He, he beat Sam, Samsonov in the final, I think, didn't he? he um, did. Anyway, we, we digress. Yeah, I, I mean, games to 11 are so good. Yeah. <laughs> The game's live all the time, you know. I'm sick of seeing those games where you, where the the game's already done and the players are just going through the motion. You know, it's fifteen five and there's no coming back. And 
and and you just have to go and make a cup of coffee and come back and and hopefully the game has become a bit more interesting. But games to eleven, Jeff. Games to 11, always live. You know, eight two nine one. Still going, still a chance. Nine one, it's not, it's not still going. Two more points, you know. Win, 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 win a couple on your serve. Win a couple on their serve. Suddenly it's nine five. It's, it's all well, on again. Here's another point by Bob. Yes. Five times eleven is fifty five points. Three times twenty one is sixty three. So the match is now shorter. And yeah. Shots can make a huge difference when so few points are needed. Yeah. If a player loses in three, there's only 33 points. Whereas with the older system, there's 42. Uh, it's ah, They've ruined it. <laughs> ruined it. Uh, what if, if you're listening to all this drivel out here, out there, just uh, give us your opinion. What do you think? Games up to 11 or, you know, for you dinosaurs that are out there that, um, <laughs> <laughs> that remember games up to 21. I mean, most of our audience wouldn't have even heard of this, Jeff. But um, <laughs> if you think games up to 21 are better, you know, just let Jeff know, would you? Yeah, 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 I know. Well, John actually says maybe we should stop whinging because in tennis they only have a four-point game. Um, <laughs> but but tennis goes for hours. Table tennis is too short now. It's not, you know, there's no, it's, I don't know, it's over in 20 minutes. Too short, yeah. too short, too short. Too short. Marathon games, you know. <laughs> Juicy fifth. Oh, what about 21. what about what about the best of twenty-one games up to eleven? <laughs> That's better. That's getting closer. <laughs> or, uh, or why don't we just go to tennis scoring? It, well, there exactly. Why not? That would make it quite a long game. And it's quite good because then you get four, at least four serves in a row. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I like it. Let's try it. Yeah, tennis scoring. It has been thought about before, but um, uh, who knows? But uh, you know what? I, if you if you watch the World Championships recently, it's just a great game to watch. This table tennis. <laughs> it it is good, but what's the old? <laughs> what about um? Waldner versus Zhang Jialing in, in 1987. Yeah, it wasn't that was. not that great to watch. Oh, I, 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 okay, I agree with you there. That was a good match. But <laughs> but I think it would have been a great match if it was best of seven up to 11. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Well, anyway, thank you for reigniting this debate, John. Um, much appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> now... It is time for OMG Facts. Well, hang on, hang on. What about the competition? Oh, do that first? Yeah, let's do the competition. Yeah, I think so, I reckon. Cause, okay, cause we got, yes. we got we got to get everything out of the way before the OMG Facts so that everyone can, you know, really focus in. Right. All right. So who am I? Episode five. Um, yes. We had a lot of entries, and it was who am I? I have a brother named Amalte. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, that that'll do. That, that's... And I am a Swedish player, and we got a lot. I mean, people that I guess that hint gave it away, and because he was, you know, in the news recently by making the finals. Um, um, a very popular answer. 
It was. I think uh, just about everyone got it right. I, I, I thought it was going to be a hard one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and the uh, the answer was Trulls Morgard. And uh, and I think we've got our winner too, Jeffrey. We do. We uh, randomly selected a winner, and it is Johnny Cloherty. Johnny Cloherty. Well done, Johnny. So yeah, I wonder where Johnny's from. His choice of one hour of online coaching or one month of Pink Skills Premium membership. So well done, Johnny. Well and, done. and thanks, thanks to thanks to everyone that entered. That was uh, that was yeah, really successful comp. So um, I think we're going to go for an, a new one. So we're up to episode six now, Jeff. Yes, exactly. Soon we'll have enough for our actual full game. You know where yes. we're going to build up the proper game and send it out. It'll be wonderful. That's right. All right. So, so who are my episode six? What are the clue? What is the clue or the clues, Alois? Yes, the clue is I won an international singles and doubles title at age 14. An international singles and doubles title. Ooh. Yep, age 14. Okay, that's a tough that's clue. What but yep. so what you do is you go to the Ping Skills website, make sure you're logged in, click on your name and hit competitions. And then it'll bring up all the past ones and you click on Who Am I? Episode 6. And then put in your answer. And then next week, we'll see if, if someone's got it right or if multiple people have got it right, we'll pick randomly from those that have selected it. If no one's got it right, we'll give you another clue and you can update your answer. So even if you're not sure, go over and have a guess now. See if you can get it right. And if you don't then uh, and no one gets it right, we'll give you another clue and you can have another guess next week. There you go. It's a great, a great segment. I love the Who Am I. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. I think, uh, yeah, the game idea is a good one, Jeff. Yes, indeed. Um, now, because um, it was inspired by this, I got a Christmas present last year, a games room Who Am I quiz, um, and it was it was kind of it was kind of good. I liked it, so I thought that would be good. Um, yeah, I thought that would be good. Um, yes. Yeah, I was almost going to give you an example from the actual game, but you would never get any of these. They're all like American act- actresses and stuff. And, and no, no, no chance. <laughs> what about this one? See if you get this one ready. This is just a yep. sample from the game we're modelling off. Um, yep. Who am I? I am a sportsman with a brother who plays the same sport. I was born with a bipartite patella. I married Kim Sears in 2015. I was asked asked to train at Rangers Soccer Club. I won Wimbledon in front of a home crowd in 2013 and 2016. My first name is Andy. Andy Murray. Yes. Yeah, it's a good game, isn't it? It's a good game. I, I heard his mother speak uh, once at the Australian Open. She was very good. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. He's, there you go. Um, who am I? I'm an Australian actress. My Hawaiian name is Herculuni. 
I appeared in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> You're good at these. <laughs> I have starred in Batman. You Fair could Bat- give me another 40 clues. And the Golden <laughs> Compass. I married Tom Cruise in 1990 and divorced him in 2001. <laughs> My first name is Nicole. Ah, uh, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> there you go. If you give me the name, I can get it. Uh, that, that's not actually in the card. I just added that one for you. Uh, oh dear. But yeah, we could imagine when we've built up all these ones and we have the table tennis version of it. It's going to be great. Great idea. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, I hope you're all still listening to this. This is wonderful. <laughs> well, of course they're listening because you're now going to get onto the OMG facts. You know what? I don't have many OMG facts left, but I did get a Christmas present, which was another calendar. It's not OMG facts. It's something else, but it's got facts in the title. So that from next week, when the new year comes along, we may have to switch from OMG facts to something even better. Something better. <laughs> looking if that's forward, possible. Look, looking forward to what this Christmas present brings, I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. Now, did you know, Alois, that the Earth's atmosphere is proportionately thinner than the skin of an apple? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd take that. Yes. Now... This is kind of a, a weird... There's some weird ones in here. Um, the average woman's uterus expands up to 500 times its normal size during pregnancy. Isn't the body amazing? 500 times? Really? Yes. Uterus? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and the... Good one. The average person flexes the joints in his fingers 24 million times in his lifetime. Oh, I've just done a few. Did, did everyone listening just do that? <laughs> you must have done. And <laughs> I, I, yeah, OMG fact, apparently, about 40% of people who go to a party in someone's home admit to snooping in the host's medicine cabinet. What? <laughs> about 40%. What? No, that's. Yeah, I, I think it's time to move on. Oh, it is. This is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, time to move on to the next one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Istanbul, Turkey is the only city in the world located on two continents. Yeah, I knew that one. Mm. And in its first four months of sales in 1958, over 25 million hula hoops were sold. In what year? 1958. Wow. There you go. That's exciting. Yeah, no, I think think, um, those OMG facts were quite good, but I'd probably, you know, still have to select my OMG fact of the year as as the, uh, um, if uh, the population of China were walking past you, they would never end. It's it's very yeah it's pretty good that one. It is a good one. I like it. Pretty good. Yes. All right. So you know there you go. So that could be the last OMG fact ever. I mean I've still got a few left here, but I think it's time to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, 
Well, looking forward to what these new facts are in the new year, Jeff. But, exactly. Uh, it's going to be the, the highlight of the show, I'm sure. I hope so. Uh, yes. I hope so, because the rest of it's pretty ordinary. <laughs> 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 All right, so stay tuned. Next week's a big show. Alice is going to give you the exact rule about the let. Yes. Uh, if you hit it on the full and yep. confirm that I was right. Um, <laughs> the, and then we're going to have the new facts, plus... <laughs> A whole lot of other questions. Tip of the week. Just, I mean, it'll be a new year. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, and, of course, thank you, Alloys. Thank you, Jeffrey, And thanks, listeners, for um, staying with us during 2021. And uh, looking forward to how we can help you in 2022. So always... Uh, Always grateful for your contributions during the year. Indeed, indeed. Thank you. And, and if you've made it this far, we do have some new videos coming out soon. So get excited. It's going to be great. All right. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next week. Bye.